I'm Brad Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show. Today is Wednesday, November the 29th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is Hour 2 of Episode 978 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-host, uh, John Dawson, Jonathan Massey, they'll be joining me here at the end of this second hour. I'm telling you guys, if you missed the first hour of today's show, you missed a heck of an hour. We had, of course, our regular Wednesday guest, Mike Martin, Michael Martin on here, but he brought his beautiful daughter, Lily Grace, uh, who is going to be part of White Christmas this uh, or this whole weekend and next weekend over at LCC. And you heard, if you listened there at the end of the second or end of the first hour, you heard, uh, Myself and Linda just blown away. This is an up-and-coming star uh, here in Lenora County and just honored to have her here on the show with us here today. Uh, Let me tell you this real quick here. Uh, Coming up here in just a few moments, we're going to have just one of the – I'm not trying to be punny here when I say this, but he is one of the good guys out there. His name is Chad Williams. Uh, He comes on here annually with us to uh, visit uh, for uh, uh, Good Guys versus Cancer. Uh, Kinston plays in that every year. They always play the final game of the tournament. There are 21 games. It's not really a tournament. 21 games in this event. It begins today out at... uh, out at uh, First Flight High School in the Outer Banks, and we're going to get him up here on the phone with us in just a few moments to talk about that. Before we do that, though, got to thank uh, a couple of our sponsors here. I want to thank uh, Spence Automotive. Is, oh, I tell you what, let's do Woodman Life first. I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for more than 10 years. I absolutely, positively could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for will be very well taken care of. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, to Jerry. By the way, uh, you need to go to Kinston.com. You can see a nice article on uh, Danny for winning the uh, or for being awarded the Order of the Longleaf Pine. Uh, I, I know the writer who wrote that story. I think he did a pretty good job with it. <laughs> but thank you to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, Woman Life, for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252 252- 361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kenston. And that's beside Highland Furniture and across from Sale Auto Mall. Also, thank you to Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots, Spence Automotive is owned by local sports writing legend Keith Spence and is open Monday through Saturday at 7 30 a.m spence automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires too uh give keith a call at spence automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car serviced or when you need or when you need new tires and let me tell you something i promise you that uh our good friend uh, Keith Spence will take care of you. Having a little bit of trouble here again. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, again, uh, thank you so much to Keith Spence and Spence Automotive and joining us right now on our uh, Spence Automotive guest line. And I said this, and I wasn't trying to be punny or anything here, uh, Coach, but one of the good guys out there, and I've had the honor of knowing you for several years now, and, and I, I believe it started when you did the very first uh, Good Guys versus Cancer event. <laughs> when you did the very first good guys versus cancer event out at a uh, first flight at, I guess four years ago. Now it's Chad Williams joining us here on our Spence automotive guest line on the Brian Hanks show coach. Welcome to the show this morning, sir. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Actually, it goes back a little bit further than that. It goes all the way back to 2018, believe it or not. Um, uh, time is flying, uh, you know, so, so this will actually be the, the fifth event in six years. Goodness gracious. And the only time we didn't have it, I guess, was during uh, the pandemic, I guess. Uh, that's correct. That, that's what I thought. Well, you know what? Let me put it. Actually, I think the very first time I met you, and we've talked about this before, and uh, I'm in a fantasy football league with a couple of these guys, but uh, you, you you coached against uh, South Lenore in the state playoffs, and you will have to tell me the year of that because I, I know I'm going to tell them myself here. But uh, And you coached against 2000, 2006. Oh my God! So it's been seventeen years, and but I, re- you made. I, I need to tell you this. I'm not sure I've ever even told you this before, Coach. 
But you've made uh, Dan – it was either Jordan or Dan. I can't remember, but one of the Grimes boys, you made their entire life. I think their uh, career high in scoring before they took you guys on in the playoffs was something like, I don't know, four or six points. One of them came off the bench, did well. And you said the nicest thing about them, and every time you come up – like I said, I play in a fantasy league with both of them, and or fantasy football league with both of them, and – First flight will come up every once in a while, and they always rave about how nice you were about them, Coach. Well, actually, we played them twice. We played them in 2006 at their place, and they beat us. And then you would be talking about the game in 2008, I do believe, um, where it was a, a game here. And uh, and sure enough, we had played zone, and from the majority of the game, we had a nice little lead. And then, you know, Jimmy, he, he ain't even he been over there and won all those games for nothing. You know, he had that towel rolling around, and, uh, he brought a kid in off the bench that hadn't played, hadn't seen him play in any game all year, and I had these kids talking about because he lit us up for about five threes in about ten minutes, and they went on to win the ball game. Well, like, I, listen, I'm going to tag both of them on this. They are going to be glad to hear, you know, that, that that you brought them up or that we brought them up again, Coach. That is awesome. Listen, what an event, and and I hate it that I'm not going to be able to go as I told you in uh, our messages back and forth setting this up. I'm getting married, Coach, on December 30th, so uh, we've got a bunch of stuff going on every weekend between now and then, and that's going to take me out of going there. But i got to tell you, one of the events I look forward to as much as anything all season long is going out to the OBX and and going to your awesome facility. I love your gym. I, I love the atmosphere that you have built there over the years. So, And we'll get to that in a moment. I just want to talk about, again, the genesis of this. And it comes from uh, it comes from a good place. It comes from a sad place. I talked about it in my monologue in our first hour. But you took a, a pretty sad event in your life, and you've turned it into a positive and in a way to, to honor a person very, very special to you. And I just turn you loose, and you just talk about just the genesis of this event, Coach. Yeah, um, well, in, in 2018, uh, my dad, who's named Guy Williams, was uh, diagnosed with a, a really rare form of cancer um, in February of 18, and um, they gave him about eight months to live. Um, it was a, a regular checkup. He went in, they saw something they didn't like, and sure enough, um, it, it ended up being like the worst-case scenario. Um, and, and everything held true with eight months is what it was. But uh, some friends of mine in the um, coaching community who uh, who found out what was going on got us invited to the good guys – or excuse me, the Coaches versus Cancer event that uh, Coach Shaw has out in Asheville. And so uh, one of the conditions of going to that Coaches versus Cancer event is they want you to do your own fundraisers. They put everything in one pot of money. And so my idea for a fundraiser was, you know what, there's nothing going on east of I-95. Nothing – no one's ever tried this. And so we're going to try to have our own event at First Flight High School. And so uh, – my dad's name was Guy Williams, and so we called it Good Guys versus Cancer. And I called some of my uh, friends in the coaching community, and that, that are just really good guys. And so, uh, so it took all of them about thirty seconds to say yes, and we slapped <laughs> the first thing together. And um, and and it's sort of just uh, it's taken on its own life here, not just uh, at First Flight High School, but the entire Outer Banks community has certainly embraced it. Um, uh, and and it's uh, you know it, it's grown beyond. Uh, my my wildest expectations in a very short time. It is crazy to get that voice list of Chad Williams from uh, First Flight High School, and it is it's insane how much this thing has grown, Coach. In fact, I've got to admit, since I wasn't coming out this year, I really hadn't looked it up until last night. <laughs> It's because someone had put up on Facebook is either you or Webb or someone had put up, hey, don't forget the, uh, you know, uh, good guys versus cancer starts tomorrow. I'm like, no, 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 no. Someone's got that wrong. It doesn't start until like uh, Friday, you know, maybe Thursday, but Friday. It starts today. You've got 21 games over four, uh, one, two, three, four days, 21 games over four days. It is amazing how much this thing has grown, coach. Yeah, it, it and it's you know it's a testament not only to to the event but also to to my school district who allows me to use the facilities and my sponsors who've come you know and 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 just donated more money and the hotels who've agreed to give you know a, a better rate for longer nights and um, you know it, it's taken on a life of its own and, and you know we in order to to me keeping the local teams involved is crucial and important and it gives them a you know a a platform to play on that, you know, that they're not going to have those kind of crowds at a lot of gyms they go in. And so keeping those teams involved was important, but bringing in the teams from a long distance away is, is really important as well. And, and, you know, this is not the easiest place to get to. And so teams don't want to come to 
Kill Devil Hills to play one game, but you can only play so many on a Friday. You don't play four games on a Friday because of the time you have in the gym, so you have to play some on Thursday. Well, now you got, <laughs> you know, so, so anyway, so we have two local games on Wednesday, two local games on Thursday, uh, and those are followed by two very high-level national games each night, and then Friday will be four high-profile games, and then Saturday, starting at, at 9 o'clock, it is an unbelievable slate of games. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's four for the next three, and then nine on Saturday, 21 total. We've got about 52 Division One kids coming in. Um, <laughs> Friday night, we got John Marshall versus uh, Myers Park. They're right now on the ESPN number 13 versus number 21 in the country. Uh, Moravian Prep, Word of God, Winston-Salem Christian are all top 30 in the country. Um, you know, so it, it's it, it, like I said, it is really taking on a life of its own and, um, and, and just really excited and proud of where we are. And what's cool about this, too, is this was your vision. And, I mean, I, I don't know if it was 21 games in four days was your vision, but I remember talking to you back in 2018 when you did the inaugural one, and you're like, listen, I remember you looking me in the eye, and I, we've got video of it somewhere, Coach, and you're like, listen, this thing is going to grow, and it's going to get bigger. But I got to ask you, even in 2018, Coach, five years ago, did you think, <laughs> did you honestly think, you would have, you know, like you said, what, did you say 51, 52 Division yeah. One recruits? Yes, and high-level ones, too. We're, you know, these are, these are high-major kids. We've got SEC, Big Ten, ACC. You know, Friday night we have four ACC kids on the court. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's yeah, it's, it's, a, it's turned into a really a big-time event that is, um, you know, that, that I think is, is well-respected uh, throughout the state. There's – I've never had a team say they didn't want to come back, and I've already booked two for next year that haven't come before. Um, so, you know, people are, are calling on, like Winston-Salem Christian, for example, you know, Coach Lowe called me um, in, in this summer and was like, hey, Coach, we'd really like to get involved. I, I, we were booked, and I said, you know what, we're going to find a way. That's what we added the fourth day. Um, you know, so because it's, you know, it, 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 it's important for me to show people how much I appreciate them um, coming out and being a part of this. And we, we try to take good care of them. And, you know, with the help of my sponsors, like Albemarle, uh, Albemarle Landscapes and Tree Service and the Outer Banks Visitors Bureau has been huge for us. And they've come on and we're probably one of, if not the biggest sporting event that we actually have all year long on the Outer Banks. And to have it during a, a shoulder season or off season, you know, for, for us, it's a, it's a great punch in the arm for, for our community as well. So. That is awesome. Again, that voice list to Chad Williams uh, from uh, First Flight High School. We're talking about the Good Guys versus Cancer event that begins tonight. And, and this is a serious question. Are you maxed out? Can you is, can it get bigger? I don't see, and I'm asking you, I don't see how it can get any bigger than it is right now. I mean, you're already going Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. Like you said, you can only do four games uh, on those weekday nights because of uh, you know because you have school there at First Flight. I mean, could could you see this thing starting on a Monday or a Tuesday night now, the week of it? Not if I want to stay married, I don't think. <laughs> uh, you know, um, so I'm, you know, I'm blessed to have some fantastic help putting this on, but but it's it is a it, it's a large time commitment, and I'm very thankful my wife Melissa and the rest of my family who are so supportive of of, of what they're doing because they know how important it is to me and. You know, I told Mike we, we have to practice. You know, we we can't practice when we you know we have this going on either. So we had to practice this morning at six thirty. So you know, my my kids are the ones who get shortchanged sometimes, and so I thank them this morning. And they know how important this is to me, and to you know, and and they understand that it's all about something much bigger than than the first flight high school basketball team and first flight high school and Chad Williams. And you know, it's a um, you know, our goal this year is to donate twenty five thousand dollars to the American Cancer Society. Um, in addition to some that were given to one of our colleagues who is currently undergoing uh, cancer treatment. And so, uh, you know, his cancer, the color is orange. So all of our shirts this year are orange and they're, they're bright, believe me. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to show support where we can. And, um, and, you know, we just want to, you know, um, you know, get our face out there and, and, and do whatever we can to help uh, combat this, you know, terrible disease. Well, you took one of my questions away from me right there, but I don't mind. Uh, and, again, all these games, 21 games in four days and then Saturday. We're going to have to talk about that here in a moment, too, and definitely Kenston's involvement in it, too. But all these games, the end result of it, yeah, there's great basketball. Yeah, you get to see some great high-level uh, players participate in this. But the end result is 
you're helping to you're doing your part to help fund research to uh, end this just terrible, terrible disease. Yeah, yeah, and and ultimately that's that's what's most important to me. Um, you know, someone asked me yesterday, you know, what my what are my some of my greatest memories? And honestly, it's it's seeing my family in the stands and knowing that you know they're proud of where we are, but also to be able to to actually deliver money that's helping people. Yeah. Um, you know, we we had a, a first flight student last year um, who uh, was was bravely battling cancer and still is. Um, and uh, so we were able to give her and her family some money straight away that they could use any way they wanted to. And I said, as long as you do something fun with it, you know, I, you know, said, do something good with it. And uh, to be able to help, you know, staff member that we have here, um, who's just a terrific person, you know, not just here, but also, you know, also teaches at the middle school. And, you know, he's a big part of our community. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to be able to help people when they need help, especially when you know they won't ask for it. So, um, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of who, who we are and what we're about. And, uh, so, you know, people want to come out and support, know that, you know, I, first flight high school doesn't make a dollar off this. Chad Williams, doesn't make a dollar off this, you know, a hundred percent of the profits go straight to the American cancer society and our, our local beneficiaries. That is so awesome. And, you know, you and I've talked about it before too. I mean, and of course, listeners to my show here know, you know, I, I went through that personally myself, losing my wife back in uh, 2015 to uh, to cancer. So I obviously, you know uh, how strongly I feel about it. So I will tell you what I say every year here when you come here on the show and when I see you person to person. Just thank you for what you're doing to uh, to uh, d- to uh, to defeat that just terrible, terrible thing, Coach. Well, thank you. You know, I, it's something that definitely, if it hasn't touched anyone, it, it's going to. You know, it's going to. It's going to reach everyone on a personal level at some point. Um, and, you know, unfortunately for me, it was, you know, someone that was extremely close to me. And uh, But to be able to honor him in, in this way and, and know that, uh, no, he's looking down, got the best seat in the house for every game, you know, is, uh, is something special. That is awesome. Well, uh, again, I tell you what, let me pay a bill here real quick, and we, we got to talk a little bit about Kenston. Is that all right, sir? You got it. Very yes, good. Sir. Hey, want to thank our good friends over at uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. Uh, with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit the comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to our good friend uh, Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. And let's not waste any time. Let's get right back to it. It's Chad Williams. He's a head coach of the First Flight Nighthawks out of Kill Devil Hills. They've got uh, their annual event. We're having our annual visit here on the Brian Hanks Show with him as uh, the Good Guys versus Cancer event begins tonight. But in, in all fairness, coaches, you know, uh, obviously we're big Perry Tyndall fans. We're big, uh, Kenston high school Vikings fans here. And, uh, the, uh, the final game of every one of these tournaments has, uh, or, or these, uh, events that you've been doing, the good guys versus cancer has been first flight versus Kenston coach. And, uh, I know how special this is to uh, coach Tyndall. I mean, he's talked about it year after year. We're going to have him here on the show, hopefully tomorrow or Friday to talk about it too. But how special is it to you that of all, like you said, I mean, you know, this started out, uh, what was five or six games. It's expanded now to 21 games over four days, but we know the final game of the event every year is going to be the Kenson Vikings taking on your Nighthawks out of first flight. How special is it to you is that that's the way it ends every year, coach? Uh, well, Jake's extremely special. You know, I did not know Coach Tyndall until I called him the year, we, the first year, 2018. Uh, I played against his brother. I played at Northeastern, and his brother Webb played at Kenston. Um, and so we were in the same conference back when I was in high school, you know, 100 years ago. Um, but I, I called because Kenston is North Carolina basketball, period. End of story. Stop the, you know, stop the press. Kenston is North Carolina high school basketball. Um, and it took him literally about 30 seconds to say, yeah, we'd love to come. <laughs> And, and I mean, that you, you know, Kenston, I don't think they realize what a gym they have in Perry. Um, 
he's one of the, the best guys in the business. He's a hell of a basketball coach, but he's a much better person. Um, and, you know, for us to be able to play them every year is, is very special. You know, they've had some, you know, really good players. We've taken some really bad tail whippings um, to them. Um, and, uh, but, you know, him bringing his kids in and the way he's promoted this event and talked to other people about us and about how the event, you know, affects them and their team is, it's certainly helped grow this event. And, um, yeah, we were fortunate enough to get a you know a win against them last year. Oh, the first don't one. Think, don't think I, I wasn't going to bring that up, that. coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure Perry and his kids remember it. And um, you know, so you know he does such a fantastic job, and and um, he's got his kids are just it's just a special game because every year we take a picture with their kids after the game, and it's like you know you compete like crazy against each other. But when the game's over, it's like they get it, they understand what this is for. You know, even when they lost last year, they they got it. You know, and um, so it, it that's it, it's very important um, for me to say thank you to Kenton High School Perry Tindall. Um, it's just uh, you know, they are they, they help make this event what it is. And I know, again, like I said, having talked to Perry through the years and uh, what this means to him, I mean, and it's not just the basketball game, as you alluded to there, Coach. I mean, it's the trip up there. It's uh, his kids bonding. He tells his kids uh, uh, basically the genesis of what you and I were talking about, how this thing even came together, you know, the first time and how it's grown and what it's about and the money it's being raised and that, you know, it's bigger than first flight. It's bigger than Kinston basketball. It's impacting lives and helping people so i know what that means to him but let, let's talk x's and o's here for a second coach and i know we've all we've been doing is talking about the the impact and all that but how big of a win was that for your program last year the 78 to 69 win in the final game of the 2022 good guys versus cancer event coach uh it was it was really important for us uh, i mean you know we were uh we were shuffling along a little bit you know we played you know from a scheduling standpoint, um, we play anybody, everybody, anywhere, anytime. And so I schedule games that should never be on our schedule and teams we should never play against. Um, and so our record coming in wasn't uh, very good, but we played some really good teams. And so, you know, I've been telling and challenging the kids every day and saying, you know, we're, we're better than our record. Just keep plugging along, you know, just stay the course, just be with me in the boat, you know. Um, and, and so to get a win against Kinston for us, was huge and it sort of was a turning point in our season last year um you know, we ended up uh ended up going to the third round of playoffs last year um and it, 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 i don't think any of that happens without us playing people that we play and kinston is, and the win against kinston certainly uh was you know was a huge shot in the arm for us if you ever and i talked about this in our first hour uh, coach williams again chad williams from first flight high school joining us here in the second hour of the brian hank show but i talked about it in our first hour with our first hour guest uh, who was not familiar with your program but if you want to have fun go to the nchsaa record books and look up uh three-point shooting and coach you own pretty much every record in the in the record books uh, for three-point shooting and all that. For folks, and I know you and I, we do this every year, but for folks who've never heard you before here on the show and we pick up new listeners every day, tell them the, uh, the uh, I guess, the philosophy of first flight basketball, Coach. Well, I, I'm not a very smart guy, but I do know three is <laughs> worth more than two. So, um, so you know, we, we have um, – been very well known to let it fly from anywhere on the court. Uh, we've led the nation in three-point attempts made and attempted per game uh, for several of the past seven or eight years. Um, and so my philosophy is if you're on the court, that's then I have faith in you. And if you catch the ball and don't shoot it, you're coming out. Yeah. And so, um, and so, and that's from the volleyball line in for all five on the floor. So we you know we shoot it from anywhere, um, and I think it's hard for people to really understand that they will shoot it from there until they play against us. Now Kinson Kinson's used to it, and and every year it's still like the first possession. You know we'll shoot one, and Perry will look at. I told y'all like they're going <laughs> to shoot that shot. You know, so uh, it, and it's funny to look down there and see because it, I know exactly what's going to happen every year. You know, um, but you know it, it, we we do have we've got some I've got great kids who bought in completely to what we try to do um and you know and they've turned themselves into really good players uh so you know it, it's a it's a fun system to coach because the kids you know it, it's easy to say that my kids aren't afraid to shoot but it's it's hard for a coach to say 
able for a kid to even say, yeah, I'm not afraid to miss. And my kids aren't afraid to miss shots because they're going to take them. Um, and you're not going to hit every one of them. And so it's just the next play. There's no such thing as a bad shot, really. So, uh, Coach, uh, I, and, and if it, yeah. I don't know if I've ever been selfish enough to tell you this, but I wish – now, I'm older. I'm much older than you. I graduated in 1987, okay, and played high school basketball in Northwestern, North Carolina, at North Wilkes High School. And as I like to brag, I my senior year, I averaged right at about two points a game. But if we would have had the three-point line, I would have averaged three points a game, okay? So, I, I got you. <laughs> so – my dream would have been to have, because that was my forte, such that it was, was I wasn't afraid. Hey, I'd take a shot from 30, 35 feet out. Now, it would immediately get me yanked off the court, you know, when I did that. But, I mean, I felt like I could hit those two. So, I wish I could have played for you, uh, you know, back in the day or whatever, Coach. But the thing about it is it's just so freaking fun to watch. I mean, it really is. I mean, you come out there on the court. And, again, for folks who aren't familiar and maybe they haven't seen First Flight before, to see you guys launching them from 28 feet, from 30 feet, and hitting them at a pretty good rate. It's, it's, I know it's fun for the kids, but it's also fun for the fans too, isn't it, Coach? Absolutely. You know, we've sort of developed a little cult following in North Carolina and gotten invited to events that, that I never thought First Flight High School would be invited to. Never thought First Flight would be at the John Wall, you know. So, uh, you know, um, and, and also to be able to – I think what we've done as a team and as a program has also helped grow the, the event here that, you know, people do know a little bit about First Flight High School. Um, and basketball, you know, our soccer team is really good. We won a state championship, but we got a pretty daggone good basketball team too. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to get it there and, um, we're, uh, we're plugging away. So we got to get a win. We're one and two right now. So we got to <laughs> find a way to, to, to turn this thing around. And, you know, Richmond County, who's ranked number two in 4A and got Paul McNeil, who's high with NC State. We got the Mighty Night and then Kent Saturday. So, I don't schedule cupcakes for me here, that's for sure. You absolutely do not, that's for sure. Okay, let's wrap it up here, Coach. One more time, if P, uh, for specifically the Kenson folks that will be coming down on Sun, or on a Saturday for the 9 o'clock start between First Flight and Kenson. Uh, just uh, good guys versus cancer. Uh, tickets available at the door still, I'm assuming, Coach? Yep, yep, tickets are available at the door. We were selling passes online, but those we've stopped selling those. But well, there's plenty of tickets available. Those were just for people that wanted to, um, you know, to have uh, uh, more than one day access, basically. So, yeah, tickets will be available at the door. I guarantee you're going to have a fun time here. And I can't wait to see the gear, too. I'm going to be sending a check or some cash with uh, Coach Tindall, like I said, since I can't make it because I've got my T-shirts from every year. I can't go a year without having my T-shirt from this year. So, uh, I, and I, I got a co- hey, Coach, I got a couple of uh, Brian Hank Show koozies I'm going to be sending you, too. But uh, check Excellent. for my shirt. I can't wait. I will proudly wear – uh my shirt again coach thank you so much for joining us here and again much uh, congratulations on the success congratulations on the success i know it's going to be this week coach thank you brian i appreciate everything you do and sorry i'm not gonna get to see you but congratulations on your uh on your upcoming wedding and i hope everything goes great for you uh thank you so much sir i really appreciate that we'll talk to you next year sir all right Yes, sir. Thanks, Brian. There you go. That's Chad Williams from uh, First Flight. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll wrap up this Wednesday, November 29th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It is hump day. It is Wednesday, November the 29th in the year of the Lord 2023. It is now time to play the birthday game. It's that game, gentlemen and John that we play every day right about this time in the show. Hey, I don't know why you're uh, saluting me because I got to tell you, dude, you have taken control of this. You've now won one, two, three, three in a row, two of them being perfect games, and you're in complete control. Your magic number is one now with two days left. If you win today or he loses today, I guess that's how it would work, wouldn't it? You clinched a month, a second month in a row, and I don't even remember the last time you won two months in a row. Unless we tie. But then we go to the tiebreaker, and I, with your perfect games, there's essentially no way that he can beat you if you tie. You would, you've got the tiebreaker. Uh, so I should, I should just go ahead and declare you the winner, then, right? Right. Kind of. Yeah, sort of. Okay, uh, but uh, John Dawson, uh, how, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great. Even that pre-show insult that you threw at me didn't hurt, Brian. 
It wasn't a pre-show insult. Well, you did it before the show. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it wasn't an insult. It's just a former classmate of yours that looks like she's like 15 years younger than you are. We won't bring her name up because she doesn't listen to the show anyway. But it's kind of <laughs> like, you know what, it's not unlike my Kelly Lynn situation. You know, my dear friend Kelly Lynn, who Jonathan claims uh, looks like she's how much younger than me? 20? At least 15. At least 15. You know, and I got to agree with that, too. And y'all know Linda's going to love this. Everybody knows Linda, or not everybody knows, but in fact, few people know this. Linda's older than me. You know that, right? And she looks 15 to 20 younger than you. You've just been rode hard and hung up with. (laughs) Put up with. Do you know what that means? Yeah, it means you age like dog crap. No, 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 but do you know where that saying comes from? Something to do with a horse, I'm sure. It is. It is. If you, you know, when you ride a horse, if you ride it real hard and get their lather up and get their sweat up, you got to take them back and wash them down and then brush them out. Because if you don't, then their fur gets, not fur, their their mane, yeah, hair, their mane, their hair gets all matted up and they look terrible. So that's what they mean by if someone looks like I do, they've been rode hard and put up wet. That's right. You know, so. uh, What can I tell you? Yeah. You look very tired all of a sudden, John Dawson. Well, just exuding excellence is tiring, Brian. <laughs> it is. It is. I know. I do it all the time. I know. You know, I'm being inducted. Dude, I, this has been a good year. I, the year's coming to an end, but, you know, I've been <laughs> inducted into, what, one Hall of Fame. I'm being inducted into one in the beginning of next month. I'm getting married. Uh, it, it's been a – 2023 has been a pretty good year for old Brian. You don't say. Except for looking very old. Hey, it won the Small Business of the Year Award from the Chamber of Commerce. Uh-huh. It's been a good year that, for all of us. That Wilkes County first person to sit on furniture, Hall of Fame. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to clasp you guys to my bosom and just hold you close and let you share my excellence that I exude. That's not excellence that Is you're exuding, open? <laughs> It's a window open. Too bad it's a first floor window, and all you would do is just jump out into my bushes. <laughs> I could still make a beeline to the car. Yes, you could. Yes, you could. <coughs> okay, John Dawson, uh, you get to tell us about Goeco Office Automation. Speaking of exuding excellence. You talk about excellence, Brian. You can't even, you can't even look. Goeco is run by Jacques Passelig, and you can, it's like the end of that Indiana Jones movie. Don't look at it. Keep your eyes closed because he, he's such a bright light in this uh, world of darkness that is uh, the bit the business world. Uh, Jacques is the only thing keeping this county, this city, from just going right down the drain, Brian. And uh, it, he's trying to spread that out like centipede and and raise everybody up. But uh, centipede grass that grows out. You're looking at me like I'm speaking a foreign I language. I thought you were talking about like the centipede, the bug. I did. I knew you were talking about grass. And, uh, but anyway, if you want to uh, get some of that Jacques Passelet Goico stank on your business, (laughs) Brian uh, Brian Massey. (laughs) Brian Massey. Jonathan Massey's going to tell you how to do it. How do you do it, Jonathan Massey? You dial 252. 252. 286. 286. 53. 53. 53. 54. 54. Or you visit the website at goeco.com. What is goeco.com? Or bucklesbury.org. <laughs> is yours .org? I'm just kidding. It's .com. Oh. Can you believe there are no musical hints today? No, I can't. We've really. had several days now. Well, we just had one yesterday. <laughs> the day before that, we just had one. Uh, there are none. I, I'm struggling to find musical acts, dude. I don't oh, know what the I'm horror. Doing. Sure it's not Burl Ives' birthday coming up? Uh, it should be with Christmas well, he's coming. He's in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. He, indeed he is. Okay, uh, John Dawson, you get to go first. You know the answer to this, so don't blurt it out. Let's see if he can guess it, okay? <laughs> As he leans, Jonathan leans into John, not to, he's sending you telepathic signals. What is he telepathically sending you right now? His inner thoughts. Which are me to death. <laughs> I bet the dude of the three of us sitting in here, I guarantee you his inner thoughts are the, ah! <laughs> don't make eye contact. His inner thoughts are the scariest of the three of ours by sevenfold, okay? Yes. I might be lowballing it. Yeah, they might be. Okay, uh, don't blurt this out. You know it. John Dawson, he played his college football at NC State before transferring to Wisconsin. have no clue. For his final season, but he's been with the Denver Broncos for a couple of seasons. Since playing for Seattle for 10 years, it's... No clue. Hold on. No, 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 no. I'm going to give you a hint. I think it's got his... It's... 
you said football? Yeah, but this is him in his baseball outfit. He also played baseball. He also played baseball. Minor leagues. I can't read. I can't read it. It's dark. Dude, Russell. I, that, that. Go ahead. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Broncos country. Let's ride. Idiot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's actually played better this season, though. Yeah, good for him. Nobody cares. I mean, going in what uh, <laughs> la- going into last weekend's games, uh, he <laughs> I'm not going to time travel here. He had what like uh, 20 touchdowns and only four or five interceptions. He's actually played a lot better this year than he did last year. Yeah, last year was abysmal. I mean, it was just it was absolutely terrible. But uh, Russell Wilson, will that bobblehead right there help you? And I've actually got a Russell Wilson Seattle Seahawks jersey too. Believe it or not. Why? I, I don't even remember why that happened. It's several years ago though but 32 you say 32 what do you say jonathan massey i'm gonna say 33 but i'm thinking like 36 he was born november 29th 1988 so he's 35 today no you were still close you still got that one so you get it uh you lead one to nothing and it goes to you here this gentleman was part of the brat pack in the 1980s he starred with the great the beautiful the luscious The delicious Molly Ringwald and Pretty in Pink. Yuck. And in Fresh Horses, it's... Rob Lowe. Nope. Anthony Michael Hall. Nope. Uh, Emilio Estevez. Nope. Robert Downey Jr. Nope. (laughs) You just about named all the guys in the Brat Pack. Just say say who it is. Andrew McCarthy. Okay. That's the only one I don't know. Really? Yeah. Andrew McCarthy, man, I'm telling you, well, he's awesome in Pretty in Pink. I mean, obviously, that's just such a great movie. But he was uh, the preppy guy. Did you ever see the movie Fresh Horses? Yes. I cried at the end of that. I really did. Seems sitting, excessive. Sitting, <laughs> Seems excessive. <laughs> Brother, I don't believe I'd have told that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was sitting at a movie CA. I can tell you. Can I, can I take you back in history, John Dawson? Do I have a choice? Massey? No, not really. Okay. I was sitting in a movie theater in, in Colorado Springs, Colorado. So you were in the Army. Yeah. <laughs> it saw fresh horses. and We want him on that wall. <laughs> you need me on that wall. Jonathan, you all right over there? Yeah. What's wrong? I'm just bracing myself for the the, the cringe chills that are coming. <laughs> and uh, so I'm watching that movie, and at the very end of it, you know, when she walked, you saw the movie, right? I'm yes, not, yes. And yes. she walks away from him, and you know they're never going to be together again. And uh, a lone tear. No, actually, it was many tears went down my face watching that. Molly Ringwald, man, America's sweetheart. The oh, God, I loved her. And I liked Andrew McCarthy. He was pretty. He was pretty good to her in Pretty in Pink, and and he he loved her in Fresh Horses. And it just it's it, just that was written in the script. He didn't like make a choice. How do you know? Maybe off screen they had a thing going. But that's not what was on screen. Yeah. Anyway, Fresh Horses and Pretty in Pink. Andrew McCarthy, who by the way is a I guess he's a podcast. Everybody hosts podcasts now, but I guess he hosts a, hosts a podcast about those times. And I've made it. I've downloaded. A couple of them i've just not got around to listening to them though but i want to but uh, andrew mccarthy jonathan massey how old is he today uh 59 you say 59 what do you say john dawson 60 and you are closer he was born november 29th 1962 so he's 61 today uh who got you got russell wilson yeah yeah you did so it's one to one uh, here's another one. Don't blurt it out here, Jonathan Massey, because he's, uh, he's I may, he might know it. He's probably the greatest closing pitcher, the greatest closer in Major League Baseball pitching history. He played for the New York Yankees. It's, His entrance song was Enter Sandman by Metallica. Yep. No clue. Really? Really. I thought that... Go ahead, tell him. Mariano Rivera. Yeah. I'm not a Yankees fan, but uh, he was uh, he was a great pitcher. Would you not agree with uh, that? He was elite. Yeah, he was elite. Probably the best. Uh, how many pitch. years ago did he retire? Yeah, one pitch. That's the reason he was a closer, though, is because he couldn't do that consistently over, you know, yeah. six or seven innings. But if you needed him to get out three people or four people, he could do it. He absolutely six, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've never heard of Mariano Rivera? No. That, that surprises me. I bet your dad knows who Mariano Rivera is. I'm sure he does. He, yeah. he follows baseball. Yeah. Think about how incredible that is, though. They know what you're going to throw. 
And still, you still can't, can't hit it. Some of that Larry Bird, I'm going to shoot the ball from right over there, <laughs> and then he does it. But I love that. It was or, a combination of velocity and Greg Maddox-esque uh, precision. You took the words right out of my I was getting, well, not the words, but the player. I was going to say Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox was the same way. You knew what he was going to throw. You knew he wasn't going to touch 90 on the gun. He couldn't get above 89 or 90. Yeah, he was. Uh, no matter what he threw, he could hit a dime. Yeah, he could hit any spot that he wanted to in, a, in, a, in, a, uh, in the strike zone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Mariana, Mariano, yeah, Mariano Rivera over there, John Dawson. He's retired. Yeah. He is. We could tell him he's been retired for 10 years. Yeah, give or take. I think he retired yeah. before Jeter. And we saw Jeter's last season in <laughs> yeah. 90, or I'm sorry, in uh, 2015. Uh, 2014. 2014. So he retired right before. No, in fact, I think he retired after because didn't they send Derek River? Who Or Derek River. Good God. They sent Andy Pettit and Derek Jeter out to the mound to take him off. To take him off the mound. But were they still playing then? I can't remember. I don't either. See, and I'm sorry. We're, we're great on time. I uh, Have we ever not been in your mind? No. <laughs> uh, when? Episode 48 uh, minutes. We're fine. <laughs> 2013, dude, you're right. So I guess they were still playing, and they sent, the manager sent them out to go take uh, Mariano Rivera off the mound, which you want an emotional moment. Remember how I told you no, I cried earlier? I don't want any emotional moments. Well, uh, you won't get emotional. Well, it, 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 it made me a little emotional, and I'm not even a Yankees or a Rivera fan. I'm a Rivera fan. But Are you? you're a lady. <laughs> What's wrong with me being a lady? Nothing if you're a lady. <laughs> there you go. Here's your name, Luck. Mariano Rivera. How old is he today <laughs> there, John Dawson? 46. 46. You say 46. Uh, what do you say, Jonathan Massey? 47. He could have kept going. He was 51. Uh, 54. Wow. Yeah, he retired yeah. at 44. How about it? How about that? Uh, today, he was born November 29th, 1969. A lot of great people born in 1969, John Dawson, and including. And some putzes. Hey. Well, yeah, there were probably some putzes, but not this guy with two thumbs pointing at himself. <laughs> Oh, uh, so you take a two-to-one lead there, Jonathan Massey, and it goes to you. You look up putts as a picture of a guy pointing at himself with two thumbs. There Probably. Might there might be. Uh, a comedian. I, I've never really been that big of a fan of him, and I kind of struggled for birthdays today, so that's why I include this guy. Although, I think you can do an impression of I think I remember you doing an impression of him last year. Howie Mandel. I've never done an impression of him. <laughs> oh, then I'm hallucinating. The only, the only way to do an impression of him, he used to, he was on the show St. Elsewhere along with Denzel Washington and lots of other people that had big careers. And he, in his stand-up, he would always take a surgical glove and pull it down over his nose and inflate it with his nose. And it would just blow up on top of his head. That was his big trademark. Well, he also hosted that uh, Deal or No, no. Was it Deal or No Deal? I think so. Yeah, yeah, he hosted that. That's what I thought it was. And He was on some goofy talent show with Stern. America's Got Talent. Oh, good Lord. Well, isn't he also like OCD? He's a a germaphobe. Germaphobe and doesn't want you to shake hands with him or come close to him or any of that. Fist bump. That's what he does? Okay, well, very good. Howie Mandel, you lead two to one over there, Jonathan Massey. 65. You say 65. Uh, Was he a great comedian? Yes. Okay. What was his shtick? I mean, I don't really ever remember. Uh, he would just do, it was typical 80s stand observational comedy. He was a really good actor on uh, St. Elsewhere. He was kind of like the Klinger character. Like if Kling, what Klinger was on MASH, he was that on St. Elsewhere. Okay. Uh, 66. And you said? 65. He was born uh, November 29th, 1955. So he's 68 today. So here we go again. Tied up two to two. Jonathan Massey, if you want to have a chance, you know what? I think it's over. It is over. So, yeah, <laughs> you've shot him out of the air. Well, we'll we'll still play it out, though, but it's two to two. Let's see what happens here. Uh, this is a, a person who's passed away, and I know for a fact what a big fan you are. And I want you to talk about him for a couple minutes. Uh, one of the all-time greats in comedy. Uh, he died in 2016. Gary Shandling. Gary Shandling will just great comedic timing was he started out his i think his first big time gig was he was a writer on sanford and son gary shanling gary shanling wrote a couple of sanford and sons 
and from there he started he realized he wanted to do be a stand-up and then left that and got into being a stand-up and uh the documentary that judd apatow made about him I even if you that. don't have you seen it man i have seen it even if you don't care about gary shanling i'm telling you you would love it and uh what he went his brother died young of a rare disease and it kind of screwed him up for life basically he was scared to have children because he thought they would have the same disease passed on from him and anyway um but his the gary shanling show that was on hbo is was genius one of the most influential shows in modern tv history every sitcom worth or or movie comedic movie worth anything uh, was influenced by 30 Rock was influenced by it Arrested Development was and it still holds up and Judd Apatow kind of started as a, a, a staff writer on that show and so a lot of and in that documentary it shows even after he were sort of retired he would if someone was writing a movie and they were stuck he would show up in the writing room and just write for free on the movie to help them out I think he did that for Judd Apatow in a couple of movies. That's amazing. Well, the thing I was impressed, he always had a basketball goal around him. Evidently, he was a very good basketball player. And, yeah. I mean, that's what everybody that worked with him said. That's how he would let off steam. Even when he was up into his, when he was getting older, that he would still well, have he, a basketball Well, he goal. needed it, too, because he was to the point of driving everyone crazy. Not perfectionist. He would just say, well, the scene is good, but it could be better and keep you know rewriting and getting it better but that show i, I have that show on dvd that is so such i a think I, show. how many seasons were there i think there's five but they're really short i think i would like to borrow i'll that bring it to you. you i really would do yeah. because i love that show and i've i would love to i've never watched it from start to finish i think i would like to do that but gary shanley you know who we're talking about obviously you have yeah. to they did some kind of like round table comedian round table thing and Gary Shandling was there. I think Seinfeld might have been there. And Bo Burnham was there. So it was just like the age gap. Because yeah. Bo Burnham's like my age. And Bo Burnham just shoots off one. And they were all fans of each other. Bo Burnham goes, um, you know, just for the people my age, uh, who are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> and Gary Shandling, obviously, so sharp. I cannot remember what he said. I wish I could. But it was his rebuttal was just perfect. Really? Oh, this is I was the barista on Friends or something like that. That's awesome. Well, uh, Gary Shandling over there. It's tied two to two. John Dawson, uh, how old would Gary Shandling be if he were still alive today? When did, how many years? 2016, so seven years ago. 70, mm, 75. You say 75. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Um... Seventy-six. Uh, if you'd gone the other direction, you'd I have been perfect. To. He was born November 29th, 1949. So he is 74 today. And guess what that means? Jonathan Perrick Dawson. You hey, know what? Quit hitting the microphone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, you win today, three to two. You win the month, 11 days. Eight. What do you say tomorrow we uh, do a who sang it or we'll mix it up and do something different for the last day of the month. What do y'all think? Yeah, Fine by me. Okay, that's what we'll do. But, uh, hey, a local birthday here. And we do. We are getting up against, of course, you're right. I, we were in such great shape, and now we've gone a little bit long. Today is Colonel Joe Tyson's birthday, uh, Good former guy. city councilman. I want you to tell the story about when you and I interviewed him for a podcast award-winning podcast that you and i did for the north carolina press association yeah. when we did candidate podcasts and uh we interview him and i never really talked to him before and we get through <laughs> i want you to tell it because it's better coming from you well, we get i'll tell what i remember okay I don't know if you may have a better memory of it than me but we get through interviewing him cut the recorders off and we sat there and talked for 15 minutes probably at just least. about stuff going on in the city and then he looked over at me and do you remember what he taught what he said about me I think he said something to the effect of I never really cared all that much for you or something like that. Yeah. I used to think, oh, I want, I re, you probably have to bleep it out. I can't remember the word he used, but uh, anyway, basically, I said, I wish I could remember verbatim what he said, but we get through, we're getting up, uh, you know, we're shaking hands with him and everything. He looked at me right now and said, yeah, I, I think that's what it was. I, I just, I never really cared for you. I think that's what it was. Just never really cared for you, but you know, you're a pretty good guy. And I was like, and you and I just laughed, and but his face never changed. I mean, and he, I think he meant it. And we had a really good relationship after that. I mean, he just, 
Well, politics aside, and we don't have time to get into his personal life, but that he's a very good guy. Yeah. Just a- ask anybody that knows him, and just take about ten minutes, and he'll, you'll you'll see why we like him. Well, he's a veteran, and uh, well, that's I mean enough reason to like him right there. But then just he would put his personal politics aside. We'll just leave it at that. We don't need to get in there. I mean, he showed up at the when the Ram News was launched. That's what I was going to say. He put it aside his re- yeah. personal politics aside. Because he knew it was good for the city. That it was good for the city. It would bring dollars in to support his city. And I just, I've just admired him. He was a citizen of the year. And he took crap for it. He took a lot of crap. And he knew he was going to and didn't back down when they said He said, it's good for the city. That's why I did it. How can you not admire somebody like that? You know? So, uh, listen, if uh, your birthday is today, like Colonel Joe Tyson, who, by the way, is my neighbor. He only lives like five doors down from me right here. Well, he did only live five doors down. When you moved in, he... He called his real estate agent as soon as that went out over there. Oh, year. y'all are hilarious. Y'all are uh. hilarious. What was it you did to me the other day? <laughs> We've he, got it. We'll wrap it up with this. Go ahead. You had... Um, Miss Holder on the show or something. Well, no, no. I mentioned something about Miss Holder. Yeah, he mentioned his neighbors, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Holder. This and is I, hilarious. And, and I, te- I texted him on the show, and I said, and now their house is for sale. And he believes it. And he gets them thinking somebody's listed their house without their permission. Well, so we get so he sends that to me. I don't know. We're in the second hour of the show, and I get and I mean I'm not trying to brag about it, but I get a lot of text messages during shows. You know, I mean from Mr. Clemens and I'll give you from, credit whenever I text you. You always say something about it on the show. Well, I pretty much do. If someone if I can read something that somebody sends me, I'll get it out there. So John Dawson says that, and he's like, "Oh, they've listed their house for sale." And because I, you mentioned them on the show being your neighbor, but I took it at face value. So I get off the air, I load the show up and everything, and then I go back to my text message. And I'm like, "Are they? Are you kidding me?" I even told the guy who cuts my yard that uh, <laughs> that they were uh, that they that uh, I said. Now I'm not 100. percent I said, but a guy who knows told me that they're moving before I even said anything to him. So I talked to Kathy, and Kathy's like. Where did you hear that? And I said, you know, John heard it from somewhere. Let me find out where he heard it from. And then they thought that someone had stolen their identity and was, like, trying to sell their house. I'm not joking. It was a whole thing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Anyway, listen, if today's your birthday, like Colonel Joe Tyson, have a great day. We will be back tomorrow. It won't be the birthday game. We'll play Who, Who Sang, Sang It, it on uh, tomorrow uh, during this time here on the Brian Hanks Show. And, uh, again, want to thank our good friend Jacques Passleg and Goico Office Automation for bringing you the birthday game every uh, every day. And congratulations again to uh, John Dawson for winning, I believe, second month in a row. So congratulations to him for winning that. Oh, man, what a show. What a show today. Uh, listen, it's always fun when Mike Martin comes in here. I mean, it is. I mean, we just have such a good time with him and he's full of information and everything but uh, man got to meet formally meet his uh beautiful daughter uh, lily grace uh, she is amazing i was just messaging with uh, danny rice and just talking about what she's going to be a rock star if she's not already she's going to be a rock star very very soon she's amazing 12 years old just turned 12 as talented she is you can see her out at lcc this weekend for white christmas you can see jacques Passleg and mike martin and myself tonight at the lcc basketball game against Pitt community college tip off is at six i'm going to be taking some brian hank show koozies out there they are awesome too they're not these little cheap koozies they're they're nice they're very nice going to be giving some of those away out at the game tonight so again thank you to uh our first hour michael martin lily grace martin and then chad williams from uh kip from uh first flight Whew. have a great hub day have a great monday or monday have a great wednesday we'll see you tomorrow on the brian hanks show presented by lenore community college